You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Tristan T. Harris, filling in for the Honorable Harrison Smith. And we got a great show lined up for you guys, as always. But before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, we need to remind you, we need your help in this information war and to combat these evil globalist scum. And there's no better way to do that than to support InfoWars and check out the InfoWars store. We got some new product there, Nitric Boost. Nitric Boost is a great product. If you're a person out there, Nitric Boost can do great things like lower your blood pressure. It can do things like help your workout, make you feel refreshed, erectile dysfunction. There's all these benefits to nitric oxide. And if you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's on sale 40% up percent off in the InfoWars store. Also recommend Brain Force if you want to get those cobwebs out of your mind in the morning. There's nothing better than some Brain Force. And you know, a little coffee, cup of coffee always helps as well. And uh, you know, listen, it's you guys that make this program happen. This operation is 100% funded by you. We're your broadcast. There's no other radio program out there that you guys can say is yours, is funded by you, that you make it go around, and we need you in this battle. Not everyone can contribute with information, but if you can't contribute financially, you can smash that like button, share the live feed, tag your friends, because this is a program that they will not want to miss on today's broadcast. We're going to be diving into a plethora of great information. We got all sorts of stuff we're going to dive into. We're going to, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the Neuralink, digital twins, holograms, bionic plants, cloning. We're going to be talking border crisis. We're going to be talking central banking, digital currencies. A.A. Artificial Intelligent Fortune Tellers. We have a lot on the docket today, so don't go anywhere. Make sure that you're here, and we'll even open up the lines for you guys to call into this broadcast, as these topics seemed really popular yesterday. And uh, if you didn't check out yesterday's broadcast, head on down to band.video. The information is there. You can go ahead and find this broadcast under the American Journal. So that being said, I got to tell you, it's like influencers listen to this broadcast because all over the news in the last 24 hours, people have been talking about hackable memories and the whole brain chip interface. Will you be able to download your consciousness? And Elon Musk came out and said, the only way to preserve humanity in this battle against AI is to download your brain to a computer. We're going to be diving into what that means. What are digital twins and virtual influencers? And what kind of misinformation will be aggregated? It offers quite a quagmire. Just think about that. You can download your brain into a computer. And is that a cool thing that maybe your great, 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 great grandchildren will be able to have, have a conversation with you and your virtual self? You'll be able to provide knowledge, maybe what it's like, what your life was like, what you did in your day-to-day -day work. Is that something you're interested in? Or is this another way for them to gather metadata on who you are and have the thought police monitor every thought that you may have, every decision that you may make, and help them predict predictive crime? Interesting conversation. 
Think about that just for a second. While we go to the commercial break here in just a moment, what would it be like that the government would be able to monitor every thought or know your thought? But also, what are the benefits of downloading your brain to a computer? We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. Don't go anywhere. Punch that like button, smash the share button. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. If you would have asked me 10, 15 years ago if we'd be here today where you could save your brain to a computer, maybe have a drone flying in the sky to download the brain waves or whatever the future may hold, I would have laughed at you. I'd been like, no way that's happening. But here we have it in the news in the U.S. Sun talking about how uh, you could possibly or you could probably save the state of your brain. So if you were to die, your state could be returned to the form of another human body or robot body. Like you could just get downloaded into RoboCop or downloaded into another meat suit. I want you to think about that. That's crazy talk right now. This is the future we're living in. And. That state of your mind might be downloaded in a computer and you may be permanently uploaded and stuck, stuck into this digital prison, per se. Who knows? In the future, maybe they'll have life term limits and they'll only allow you to live to be 35 unless you're an elite. And then there's, they'll tell you and educate the youth that, hey, we can just download you in the computer and you can live forever. You can attend your own funeral. And don't worry, maybe if in your virtual world, you can earn some digital currency and come back out and get downloaded into a robot or into a digital virtual hologram or into a, another clone body. Which leads us to our next conversation. The idea of digital twins and where is it going? Did you know that some of the bigger influencers that are growing across the internet are not even real? They're called virtual influencers. Even the newsman is now fake, completely fake, just a 
digital version, a computer-generated animation by artificial intelligence. And that's where people are going to start to get their news from. Out of some of these virtual influencers who have millions of followers, some of them bring in $30,000 a month. Not even real people, just some dude programming, some virtual influencer. They have a plethora of followers, millions of followers, and most of them are under the age of 50. You may be following a virtual influencer and not even know it. Digital twinning, like William Shatner, going in and having your body scanned, your mind scanned, making comments so that in the future, people can have conversations with their ancestors is an exciting idea. It's interesting. How many of you would like to beam Alex Jones right to your living room, sit down and have a conversation with him? Or maybe your children or grandchildren when he's long past and gone. But when we talk about these things, such as digital influencers, things start to get a little weird. Things start to get weird once we start talking about cloning and how they can literally clone your dog right now or your cat for $10,000. And people have expressed that these clones are almost identical in how they act to the original pet. Do you love your pet so much that you would like to have them cloned? Mm. And would that pet be the same as the original? Now, what's interesting is I found a TED Talk on cloning, and we're going to play clip two. Or uh, Give me a second. Actually, it's clip one. I apologize. On cloning, and I want you guys to listen to where the future is going, because in the future, evil may not go away. The Henry Kissingers of the world may just download their thoughts into another meat suit or a clone body and just be able to live forever, like the Antichrist. Makes you go, hmm. Roll the clip. A sheep is walking into a bar. The sheep drinks his fill, then leaves. Two minutes later, the exact same sheep comes back in. Puzzled, the bartender hands the sheep the same drink. What happened? We will get back to that in a little bit. Now, I want you to think back when you were wearing scrunchies, overalls, crop tops, and friends in Full House were still making new shows. Yes, the 90s. During that decade, a movie came out that you may be familiar with, Jurassic Park. Now, try to think about the scene in the auditorium where Richard Attenborough is explaining how his character created the dinosaur. And if you didn't know, he didn't necessarily create the dinosaurs, but he cloned them by using blood from that era and duplicating its DNA. Likewise, a movie called Gattaca predicts the future if we continue using genetic engineering. The movie is based on a naturally born man who has to face the discrimination from the genetically modified superhumans around him, including his brother. No one cares if you're black or white, but what your DNA says about you. I don't know about you, but personally, I wouldn't want to live in a, in a society where all of my decisions are based strictly on my blood and not my preferences. 
And those are both fictional movies. I mean, we have no idea what life would be like if we did continue genetic engineering or cloning in real life. Would people become genetically, genetically modified? Would we start seeing dinosaurs locked up in cages at the Bronx Zoo? And that's when I said, enough with the what ifs, and I wanted answers. That's when I knew I wanted to learn more about what the future of cloning would provide for the world. I was lucky enough to talk to a professor from Rutgers named Anwar Nassim, who has a special interest in biotechnology. I very much agree and like his theory on cloning, which is to continue it for the medical and technological advancements it can possibly bring us, but put many, many restrictions on it so it is strictly used for scientific purposes only that will hopefully help improve society. So what is cloning? How does it work? Well, to start, there are three different types of cloning. Gene, therapeutic, and reproductive. And when physically creating a clone, all three methods coincide with each other. It's all like one big relay race. The first lab is gene cloning, getting the organism's DNA ready to be cloned. Then gene cloning passes the baton to therapeutic. Therapeutic will transfer the duplicated DNA to the recipient. And lastly, reproductive cloning will determine if the team wins or loses. Or in other words, if the egg will be able to flourish in the host's uterus. And if they win, they'll be able to have the baby. Congratulations. It's really not that complicated if you think about it. Though thinking and doing are two completely different ideas. Today, cloning is way more advanced from when the very first clone was created in 1996 and is on its way to creating the very first human clone. Although some companies claim they created a human clone, they've never shown actual proof. Like a company called Clonade, created through the religion of Raelian, which thinks humans were created by extraterrestrials, yes, aliens, claims they created the first, second, and third human clones, though they provided zero evidence besides a video of the first clone named Eve, even though they stated they were going to give DNA evidence, then backed out. Hmm, I wonder why. Now, just because there hasn't been a credible human clone doesn't mean there hasn't been a handful of animals that have been. How many of you have heard of the first living clone, Dolly the Sheep? Dolly was born on July 5th, 1996. I know, so close to having a great barbecue every year for her birthday, as long as she isn't on the menu. Creating Dolly was not an easy task, and scientists took almost 300 tries to ultimately produce. And although Dolly was an incredible phenomenon, she still had many ailments throughout her life, along with arthritis. And after Dolly, many other types of animals were cloned. How many of you own a pet? Now for the people that raise their hands, how many of you love your pets, would do anything for them, sometimes love them more than people? <laughs> Most pet owners do but some have gone above and beyond for them. For instance, Dr. Philip Dupont spent tens of thousands of dollars cloning his 10-year-old Doberman Catahoula mix, Melvin. Not only once, but twice. His friends and family surprisingly encouraged him to do this because they figured at least he is spending his money on something he loves. And now, several other pet owners are contemplating the idea of cloning their pets. Now, I don't own a pet, so I can't speak on all pet owners' behalf, but if I did, even if I cloned it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, if it, even if it died, I wouldn't want to clone it to keep it with me. Plus, cloning should be used for scientific research that will help improve the entire world, not help one person cope with the loss of their pet. 
So yes, cloning would be able to provide many advancements. In fact, couples who are infertile could still have a biological child through cloning. Plus, genetic engineering could make clones of the greatest qualities, even better, more advanced, and if we wanted to, the perfect human. Though, remember what happened in Gattaca. Regular people like you and me were discriminated against. Therefore, as you can see, scientists are on the right track to leading the very first physical human clone. But the real question is, should we? For one, we have no idea what could happen if we do clone humans. There are a million different unimaginable consequences that could occur, and we were just supposed to sit back and see what happens? No wonder over 30 countries have banned it because they're afraid of the dangers it could cause to their citizens. Also, I've already told you about the medical advancements cloning could possibly provide, but what about the medical disadvancements? What if the clones come with a new disease, very contagious, unaware to the human race? It could wipe out society as we know it. It would be, the, our immune systems wouldn't be able to defend the body because the disease is unaware, unusual, unknown, with no way of stopping it. Another reason is, the ethical problems of cloning are bigger than most people realize. At this time, I want you to think for a second. Do you believe that there is a God? Do you believe that this God created people, society, the entire world? The majority of people do. So for someone to go above God to create a, their own human could result in a spiritual catastrophe of epic proportions. That is just one ethical problem of many. I mean, ever since we were kids, we were told by our parents that it is great and amazing to be different, that being unique makes us special. My fifth grade teachers even told me that if someone ever called me unique, to thank them because it was a compliment to embrace our differences. When there's someone else out in the world exactly like you, you can't do that, you can't feel the same way. Just cause cloning sounds futuristic, doesn't mean it should be in the future. We are in the future that people from the 50s and 60s dreamt about. I mean, we have hoverboards, we have robots living in our house, like Alexa, where we can ask them questions or tell them what to do, and they'll do it. We are the future and we decide if we want cloning in it. We, yes that means me and you, choose if we want to allow people to create a race of humans that'll push us aside, make us feel useless and unimportant. So let me ask you, do you want that? Still, cloning isn't perfect and needs improvements. However, with the technology that is now available, we could possibly use it for medical advancements, if we allow it. Like Dr. Nassim said, it could improve our society by way more than we can imagine. Though we don't know if this will ever occur because there are so many negative cons and drawbacks to it. Now to get back to that riddle at the beginning, I'm guessing you know the answer by now. The sheeps were clones. Cloning, something you thought was only real in movies. Though only a little while ago, people used to think movies were only real in books. Thank you. Now I want you guys to think about for a second where this goes. Because first of all, we got designer babies, blueprint babies in the future. And you hear these stories about you know your DNA being leaked onto the internet. Maybe you're signing away your genetics and there's gonna be another version of you just out there hanging around that looks just like you, acts just like you. 
The ability to clone humans is already here and it's probably already happening. Could happen someplace where they don't have laws in place. A lot of these transhumanist life extension, uh, unethical research goes on offshores of the United States where place uh, in places and nations where they don't have regulations and they don't have the restrictions in place to prevent this kind of thing from going on, this kind of quagmire to the human race. Just think, if you aren't genetically engineered, you are not a designed baby in the future, you're going to be a contamination of the human race because you could spread disease. At the same time, all the uniqueness will be gone. Now, I wish I could be completely optimistic and say this would never happen. But I can tell you, I never thought downloading our brain into a computer would ever happen. And it won't take long for some billionaire to be like, I'm going to just clone myself, just download my consciousness into another meat suit. The Jeffrey Epstein's of the world who wanted to seed the world with his own DNA. What kind of diabolical plan is that? So we went from digital twins, which a digital twin cannot, can be anything, not even just human. It can be an exact replica of this planet like Samsung is making. And we'll be di diving into that a little bit about AI predictiveness. But the idea of cloning someone or cloning a loved one, it reminds me of that Black Mirror episode where they have a chatbot where you can talk to your living or your, excuse me, to your dead spouse. And it helps you cope with the grief of a dead loved one. They already got an app like that. You just download the metadata. And it will reenact and the AI will mimic your loved one. They already got AI girlfriends out there. Virtual girlfriends that are AI driven, bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Sending fake images. So imagine an AI generated software that takes your wife's image of your most loved soulmate, your twin flame, and can reenact that individual. And you love them so much and you realize you feel like they're real, you're talking to them every day, and they give you the option to have a cloned version of that individual and all the data downloaded into that meat suit. Or better yet, before they die, you can download your brain into the computer and put it into a clone body. The purpose of this conversation today, there's so many things going on in the world. We could be talking about January 6th. We could be talking about, you know, the Zuck, take, you know, taking it in uh, Capitol Hill there. We could be talking about a whole bunch of things. But the reason is, is we want to talk about the forecast into the future. Clone soldiers, cloning farms where they're going to be swapping out organs like oil changes if you need them. And the ethical issues surrounding this. Evil will live on, these Bilderbergers will live on, and this is the type of technology that they drool over. What was it? It was a Google article that came out in 2015 that says 
Google exec believes that people will live to be 500 years old that are alive today. That's an incredible claim. But how will they be alive? In their existing DNA form? Downloaded into a robot? Downloaded into another meat suit? People are willing to clone their pets. You better believe they'd be willing to clone their loved ones to bring them back to life. And there you have it, cloned Alex Jones. People are like, yeah, let's clone Alex Jones. We can take on the New World Order. Sounds like a great idea. But should we be doing it? I want you guys to think about that for when we open up phone lines today. What are your thoughts? Would you get a clone pet? Would you clone your loved one? Do you think this technology could be used for good to swap out organs, or is it something we should avoid completely altogether? Now, it's wild to think designer babies, blueprint babies, genetically engineered animals and humans combined together, DNA splicing. It's already going on, animal-human hybrids. The UK has done over 150 different cross-animal-plant-human hybrid experiments. Super soldier. You better believe the government is looking at a way they can enhance super soldiers. Even yesterday, we were talking about how they want to plant chips in soldiers' brains so they can communicate in real time, see what drones sees, see what other soldiers see, so they can instantly communicate with each other. Synthetic telepathy, they call it. If you don't believe me, there's articles going back to 2012 saying the government is investing in synthetic telepathy. So their brains can just connect to the Internet of Things. Now, technology is a double-edged sword. There's a lot of cool things that you could do. And the idea of downloading your brain into a computer is kind of, it kind of sounds nefarious. But think about the ability to talk to your ancestors. Maybe you can find out what your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was like hundreds of years ago because he downloaded himself into a computer. Go through your ancestry. Communicate with what a, a fake or digital version of them. Should we be doing this? But there's technology out there that's going to make it potentially plausible. Reminds me of that Star Wars episode of Clone Wars where we'll have a bunch of cloned humans doing battle. But with these drones and these drone swarms, aka slaughter bots, Ukraine's getting and other nations are getting, makes you wonder what the future of warfare will be like. The danger of EMPs, the danger of World War III. And I can tell you right now, AI is out there trying to predict the future. Samsung has a whole model that they are building a replica of this planet Earth. And that's the major intent and purposes of a digital twin. You're going to hear more about this term digital twin because it's going to be part of the healthcare industry. You're going to go into your doctor and they're going to scan your body and they're going to make a holographic double of your body. And the AI is going to predict when you die, how you die, and what you need to improve your, your chances of living longer. That's in the news. And we're going to tap into the holographic technology, the digital twin information, the AI virtual influencer, 
when we come back from break. But I want you guys out there to look at this technology and think, should we be doing this? And many of you will agree with me that we should not. This information, this forecast in the future is here for you to grow fertile ideas in your mind, to realize that we need to have these subjects and these conversations with our children because they're gonna be educated on these things. Stay ahead of the curve, guys. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. You're listening to the American Journal. There's no other show on the radio like this right now, I can promise you, talking about this. We'll be back. Well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies again. It's made by L-citrulline and, and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You can, you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two, your InfoWars. I keep that on my shelf. And I feed myself the Cardio Miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one and the two together are a one-two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more that was dr judy megovitz top research scientist without me even asking her telling everybody how incredible this product is and it's finally back in stock nitric boost is 40 percent off at infowarstore.com and it doesn't just have the vasodilation opening up your arteries and your veins to clean things out it does so many incredible things god gave us this compound so many of the big things you see out there promoted in the media are based on the natural ingredients that are already in this product. So get your amazing nitric boost today at InfoWarsTour.com. You need to experience the health, the vitality, the stamina, the libido, everything that comes with nitric boost. You've looked at our formula, you, you like it? I did and I do, yes. Well, I, I'm not a scientist like you. What is What do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure, has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why seeing. is it particularly? the athletes um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max they're they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria this is an energy production oxygen um, necessary disease um, so they create they, that's what they're finding they turbocharge the blood clots yep. and ischemia lack of oxygen Mm. So constricted blood vessels too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. Nitric Boost, exclusively available, 40% off right now in stock, ready to ship nitric boost infowarstore.com try it support the infowar it's a 360 win 
Bill Gates and throw that little chick a dick. Uh, you know how he walks, like, uh, uh, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates. Uh, uh. Got Angelina Jolie going, uh, children. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm Piz Morgan. Ever seen a Choini? My name's Glenn Beck. That's Hillary. Hold on, I'm Gary Johnson. Hi, this is Barack Obama without my teleprompter. I was raised by the Ford Foundation and Carnegie Endowment. Welcome to McDonald's, may I help you? I'm Betty Sanders. Chris Hazel's glasses like he's a little smart guy. Rachel Meadow. Thank you, Satan, for all your love. Signed, Carol Sandberg. Job of the hut. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm the amazing Randy. I am Optimus Prime. I am William F. of Buckley of the Sun. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today and be the reason we're still on the air. The American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. You can find more about me at therundownlive.com. Follow me on Twitter, Kristan T. Harris. That's A R I S T A N. T is in Thomas and Harris, H A R I S. You can find most of my posts on there. Please follow, share these live links. Smash that like button and make sure you're supporting InfoWars. Check out the InfoWars store. This battle starts with you and ends with you. So you guys know that you guys can contribute either financially or by something as simple as sharing the live feed, telling your friends to tune in. And we're diving, we've been diving into things like cloning, uh, digital twins, downloading your consciousness in the computer because of the Neuralink news. And, uh, you know, now we're getting into something that's a little bit more fun. I get excited sometimes when we talk about tech. I grew up a big Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who fan. I remember watching, I'd have to say if I had to pick my favorite doctor, it'd probably be, uh, was it Bob Baker? Uh, or is it Tom Baker, the third or fourth doctor? I don't know. There's so many doctors in Doctor Who, you kind of lose track. I think they're only in like the 10th doctor, 11th doctor. Some Doctor Who fans are going to be like, how do you not know this? Well, you know, I was a lot younger. I think it was like five or six when I was watching Doctor Who. But science fiction has always grasped my imagination. Gene Roddenberry and, uh, you know, all these different individuals who uh, really kind of had a forecast, an idea. Just think about the communicator in Star Trek. Who would have thought cell phones would have come around and all of a sudden we'd be talking to people on these wireless devices. And in the future, we won't even need those cell phones. Elon Musk is saying with Neuralink, you can just Use uh, call them in your head, you know, just uh, dial in and uh, think it and you can send a text just using your thoughts. You think that's wild? Well, how about, how about hologram technology? That's right, it's here. Holograms get real. Startup creates objects out of light and thin air. Something that they call solid light. Something that used to be just a government conspiracy in the 80s and in the 70s. Oh, UFOs and solid light. Oh, you know, and it's coming to fruition. And they have this thing where they develop like light fields in a lab, almost like a hollow deck in Star Trek. And I want you guys to take a look at this video. You can join us on band.video. 
on American Journal and watch these videos. And make sure you guys clip them, share your friends. But you guys roll clip two on this holograms. I want the listeners to hear and see how real this technology is getting. We've come down to Silicon Valley today to check in with a company called Lightfield Lab. Now, I was here just over a year ago to see their amazing hologram technology, but they've let us know that they have an update. And today, I'm going to be able to actually interact with a hologram. Now, I have no idea what I'm expecting in that room, but I am going to get a demo. Remember, this is a two-dimensional screen that you're watching on, but I'm going to give you my full reaction and show you what I see. Let's check it out. Lightfield Lab is the company behind a new hologram technology called Solid Light. The company is backed by the likes of Samsung, LG and Verizon and says that one day this tech could be used to create huge interactive entertainment experiences that leave traditional 2D screens in the dust. Lightfield Lab's holograms don't rely on illusions like spinning volumetric displays or reflections projected on angled glass, an old magic trick known as Pepper's Ghost. Instead, a light source sends light through a multi-layered piece of polymer known as a phase guide that steers and focuses the light into mid-air, creating what's known as converging wavefronts of light. Essentially, it's creating a hologram in the space in front of you. The result is what Lightfield Lab calls a solid light object that has billions of pixels of resolution and that moves, refracts and reflects in physical space. The company says this is the highest resolution holographic display platform ever designed. We first saw this technology back in 2021, a hologram of a chameleon that I could walk around and see from three dimensions and even magnify like a real object. Now, Lightfield Lab is going one step further with an interactive hologram experience called Defy. I'm looking at what feels like a person staring back at me and I'm gonna be able to interact with it. So I'm told that the secret phrase that I say is awake. Awake. Wow. I am a seeker, creator of light. It's kind of creepy to have this hologram talking to you and responding to you in real time. And it's like blinking its eyes at me. Initially, I thought I might be hearing audio from a particularly clever smart speaker or chatbot, so I decided to put that interactivity to the test. Wow. Okay, so the space is responding, and as I move around the room, he's kind of looking at me. One of the tests I can do is holding up fingers and seeing whether he can guess how many fingers I'm holding up or see how many fingers I'm holding up. One, okay. Quattro. Ooh, multiple languages, I like that. Object recognition is one thing, but what about a conversation? Not really sure what to talk about with a hologram. Do you have any suggestions? I would like to understand more about where you're from. Oh, okay. Did you notice that I have a bit of an accent? I did. Is that Chicago? <laughs> Chicago. No, but I'm actually from Australia. Do you know anything about Australia? Beautiful country. Okay, so how do I know there isn't just someone behind this wall holding a microphone with some, like, voice distorter? There's not. <laughs> I mean, so I'm taking your word for it? I thought we were friends. Fair cop. 
I was convinced this was a smart hologram, but then Lightfield Lab let me in on the secret. I wasn't talking to a chatbot, I was talking to a real person. I'm actually being facial captured from another location and transported to you using Lightfield Lab's new Defy system. Down the hallway, one of the Lightfield team was being recorded in real time and turned into a hologram. His expressions were captured using motion capture and that information was translated through Lightfield's proprietary wave tracer software. That information was then transmitted over a standard internet connection into the demo room where I was standing and projected from a solid light panel into a hologram. This hologram was small, about 10 inches across, created by a 28-inch panel, but Lightfield Lab says the panels are modular, meaning that one day it could put as many as 98 panels together to create a modular holographic video wall, 312 inches on the diagonal, generating 10 billion pixels per square metre. There's no word yet on when you'll be able to see this tech out in the real world and Lightfield Lab is still keeping its launch partners under wraps. But think places like theme parks, entertainment venues, maybe even retail stores one day. The company says this kind of technology could be used anywhere people want a next level interactive entertainment experience that goes way beyond a 2D screen. When I came in today, I wasn't sure what to expect. A, a basic hologram, if you can even say that, or a pre-canned demonstration. But what I got was incredibly cool. This is a real person being captured in light and projected into this space as a hologram. A hologram that I can reach out and touch. And i got to say, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? For sure. For more futuristic technology, make sure to like and subscribe to CNET. Great job. So that being said, guys, I want you guys to think about that. That's holoportation devices in the future. Uh, one, one use I can think about is making a phone call. You'll be able to beam yourself to somebody else's living room or be able to have corporate meetings and have everyone virtually and holographically be there. You'll be able to listen to InfoWars and have Alex Jones in your living room and see his desk and all his glory sitting there talking to you right like you're there. That's kind of the future of holographic technology. And as she mentioned, that was another person uh, that they used his face as a diagram for the communication, but just think AI. Think about downloading your consciousness in the computer and talking to an ancestor. This is where that technology is going, guys. I'm Kristan T. Harris. We'll be back with more information on AI. We're gonna talk AI ethics when we come back from break. on air 29 plus years and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I'm about to say here on air right now is the most important thing I've ever broken down and I go through life seeing the average people out there even our better people that are somewhat awake not realizing that what we're covering what we're getting into isn't some side issue isn't the central issue it's everything the future of our species together and I've studied the globalists and how they operate for more than 35 years. And I read their documents that they'd written in the 50s, and as I've said many times, they got their plan done by the 70s. 
And then I saw their plan in the 70s for the 90s, and they got that done. Then I saw their plan in the 90s for the 2000s. Here we are. And now we have front row seats to global government, forced depopulation, and a collapsed civilization. And privately, I know basically all the top people that are resisting it. And they're getting closer and closer to coming completely out with the truth. But that's a day late and a dollar short. They got to go public now with all this. Because there's not a lot of time left. Greetings, my stupid American friends. We interrupt this program with Obama, I mean Biden's internet kill switch, to let you all know you are seeing illegal information. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. We are surveilling and censoring and working with our good friends in Big Tech to make sure that none of you are able to stop the final phases of collapsing the Western world, namely America. We take your children, your borders, your freedom. We Our information operation against you pathetic Americans has gone quite well. That's right. We outlaw TikTok in our country, but we use it to demoralize you here. In China, we teach families and strength and hard work. But what we do to you, well, you know what we've done to you. Because this is proof of how China is making all of us dumber with TikTok. I mean, just take a look at these videos and you'll see a suspicious difference between the TikTok we know versus China's version of TikTok, Douyin. Because while our version of TikTok is being fed with just more of this and this. Well, the people of China only get served more of this. Teachers in classrooms, science experiments for kids, showcasing architecture and technology, even sports. You can easily say that this is just because of cultural differences, but let me remind you, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is Chinese. But isn't it true that you let us do it? Only watch CNN and do what Biden, Joe Biden, tells you to do. But whatever you do, do not go to InfoWarsStore.com and get new book, The Great Awakening. Awakening is not good. Stay asleep and die. <laughs> and whatever you do, do not get a fundraiser signed copy. That might keep them on the air. It will demoralize people greatly. Once we have shut down Alex Jones, do not awaken. Do not read Alex Jones' book, The Great Awakening. Do not get it, InfoWarsStore.com. It's a wild future we live in. Digital twins, holographic technology, downloading your brain to a computer, and so much more is going on in the world. So what do we make of it? Where is this all going? And it's crazy to me to think about how in the 1980s and 70s and early 90s, there was some dude going around warning people about a beast computer that would take all this metadata and it would predict the future. 
That individual's name was Fritz Springmeier. He'd go around to churches and he'd talk about all oh, these beast computers and there's six of them in the world and they're going to combine all this metadata and guess what? They'll be able to predict the future. And you're thinking, well, I don't know. That's a lot. And that's where we get into the idea that metadata is worth more than gold. In the Cornell University study, using sequences of life events, they can now predict human lives. That's right, Cornell University has a study out there talking about this very thing, where the metadata will just come out and predict your life. This is common core curriculum on crack. Think about that. For years, and I was one of the key people, I was writing articles getting tens of millions of views on Common Core curriculum before the censorship, warning people about communitarianism and how one day they're going to push for some kind of diet version of communism where children go through high school and a computer will an analyze all their metadata and it's going to spit out what they can get a scholarship for. And if they don't and they want to pursue something that they really want to do, they won't get a scholarship. They're just going to have to go get their UBI, universal basic income somewhere and be kind of like uh, just doing whatever, you know, just have to work hard to do what they want to do because the computer and algorithms that predicts what you're going to be in the future, what you're going to do in the future, because that's where this is all going, is going to be AI. And it's going to dictate what your child will be through their, you know, you dystopian child credit score social credit score that they'll be keeping on your children. Maybe like at 18, let's say, because it'll give them their test run of social credit score. It'll get changed and, you know, they can start over again at 18. But it's in the news that AI is out there and it can predict the future. It can, allegedly. Now, I'm not saying that it's accurate, but I want to tie this all back into something. Just think, without 9-11 and the terrorist attack on the World Trade Center, none of this would be possible. All that metadata collection and the Patriot Act that allows for surveillance, the tapping into all the information so that AI can have an intelligent conversation and identify you through some kind of social credit score and be able to identify what you will do in the future and what you will be. And that's where we're going. Something called Fully automated luxury communism. What a cliche term. Remember that term. Talk about that term. Fight that term. Fully automated luxury communism. Now with deep fakes, AI is becoming a concern because it's being weaponized and maybe has been weaponized for many elections we didn't even know to impact politics, elections, and misinformation. Here's a clip of Klaus Schwab, the guy from Z World Economic Forum. You know, the eat Z bugs dude, the former steering committee member of Bilderberg, you know, that Nazi organization. Started in 1954, talking about his concerns around AI and misinformation. Roll the clip. If you take a two years outlook, fake news is the 
biggest risk which we face at the moment, because it can have enormous consequences for elections. It can change the context inside which we are living in the wrong way. If you accept that the genie is out of the bottle and we can't put AI back in or we can't re... How do we manage it? We can maybe not put it in again, but we can capture it somewhere. It has come out of the bottle. And now we have to make sure that it goes into the right direction. And that means we have to develop guardrails for artificial intelligence. Why are you confident that we will? I'm not so confident, but we have at least to to undertake the necessary steps. And the necessary key step is bringing governments and business together. And because only through cooperation of those two main pillars of society, integrating also civil society, you can create a kind of framework. Are you worried about the US election in November? Of course, I'm worried exactly for the fact that it may be very much influenced by fake news. You rub the bottle, the genie comes out of the bottle, you capture the Z genie and you capture it and you get your wishes. <laughs> it's ridiculous what I, I mean, just the, the analogy he uses. But they were the ones that let the genie out of the bottle, right? They're the ones that didn't want to regulate AI. No one wanted to listen to all these futurists who warned that AI is going to change the world we live in. And now we're going to try to capture AI and prevent it from disseminating misinformation. I remember something that came out of Skull and Bones fraternity called the Hegelian dialectic. And if you don't know what that is, it's you offer a problem and then people beg for a solution. And then you offer a solution which prevents or presents more problems. And then it's just a toxic cycle of quagmires that keep going over and over and you keep offering solutions that offer more problems that temporary extinguishes fires in one area of the house and then you get to run to the other area of the house to try to put out another one and then another one appears because of the issues that they or the solutions that they provide never deal with the source problem they never go and actually put out the fire they just spread it silently silently in the background so now we got to be concerned about AI misinformation when you got the World Economic Forum pushing bogus science on crappy science models about climate change. Remember New York being underwater by 2013? Wasn't that the inconvenient truth with Al Gore? What happened to that science model? Seems legit. Or how about the glaciers at Glacier Park will be gone by 2020? I hope we got those carbon credits out there working hard and you're anti-science if you challenge the fact that the former science models were wrong. It's ridiculous. Now AI is going to predict the future like there's nothing we can do about it. It's going to disseminate misinformation when the real misinformation is coming from the World Economic Forum who's trying to steer and control every aspect of your life, whether you eat meat, whether you can or can't, wants to bottle up cow farts. What a joke. They want to tell you that there's going to be food shortages while they're trying to get rid of farms. Bill Gates buying up farm country all across the 
United States, including right here in Wisconsin and Milwaukee, where I'm located. So you can go buy and eat his synthetic, genetic, genetically altered meat. Mmm. Sounds like the movie Snowpiercer, where they end up eating protein bars made out of cockroaches. You will eat Z bugs. While they're eating steak and dining out and eating healthy organic food that you can't afford because the price has gotten so expensive. There was a guy that predicted that. I forgot what his name was. Oh, Alex Jones. But the media doesn't want to give him credit. And I'm telling you, the forecast in the future, if you don't pay attention to it, all these things are going to hit you hard. You won't be ready for the inflation. How many of you started buying gold and silver years ago, preparing for this moment? Now gold's hitting all-time highs. Some of you wanted to get into the digital currency, Bitcoin. That's making money. This information is here to plant ideas in the fertile soil of your mind so you can grow ideas and actually implement action. It's a sin to sit there and not do anything with this information we prevent or provide on this show for you to prevent this falling out of this world. It's up to you to take this information and implement change to educate the youth, to educate your children, and to fight back against this tyranny. Check out the InfoWars store. We have Nitric Boost on sale. 40% off. Helps the blood flow, helps working out, lowers blood pressure, does a bunch of great things for you fights erectile defunction. Look into it. Support this broadcast. Pick up some brain booster there. Good old brain force. What a great product. I use it. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Uh, listen, I need your help. I mean, have we not delivered? It's, it's like a gladiator. When he first is a gladiator, he kills like four guys in 20 seconds. He says, are you not entertained? I, I mean, are, are, are are you not getting what you want? Because I mean, I eat, drink, and sleep this. I'm up against the new world order, and all I need is your support. All I need is your word of mouth, your prayer, your financial support, and I sell you stuff that's the highest rated, the best, because I treat you like I want to be treated. I believe in mojo, karma, reput you so, folks, and you need to go to InfoWarsStore.com. You need to make the decision to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products. We have the supercharged special right now, despite the fact that both these best-selling products are selling out. DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus are both selling out, but despite that, they're 50% off as a combo. The supercharged special at InfoWarsStore.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, it's about to sell out, but it's okay. We did a limited run. Now that it's gonna sell out, we can order a bigger, bigger order of it. We're building back to be able to, you know, not just stay the same, but expand in the enemy's face. That's up to you, though. You have to make the decision to say, has InfoWars delivered? Is InfoWars on the air seven days a week? Is Jones wild? Is he dedicated? Has he told us the truth? The answer is, I've died trying. I ain't perfect, man. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm all about what is the most accurate? What is the most cutting edge? What is, who do I have on the people that predict the future, that are accurate? You can get next level foundational energy. Next Level Foundational Energy that supercharges your cells, take an hour to explain it, but this takes folic acid, 
and puts it into the pure form methylfolate that is the essence of your cells. And it's got the B complex to supercharge it. Next level foundational energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Please get a fundraiser copy of my book, signed or unsigned, The Great Awakening as well, at InfoWarsStore.com. The ball is in your court.